Yo, I put it like wow. This that sound. These oaks don't work hard like me. I hope they know by now. Bail, bam. Stand my ground. Throw these money trees go overseas like Percy Tao. I make sure you stay around. Quiet when I'm under loud. No nigga is allowed. Me positivity took a vow. I always play to win. Don't anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never ever ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show. I am MKT, which feels good. It feels good. Good time to be alive. Good time to be alive. I'm not alone. You know, I mean that in life, but also in the studio where we record things. Yes. That's Ryan. He's here as well. Hi. Hi, Ryan. I'm just practicing for tonight. Now, what are you talking about tonight and why would you have to practice? So I have to practice because there are people that drop in on our TikTok lives. If you haven't heard yet, breaking news, we're on TikTok at the MKT show. Come on with it. We hosting watch alongs of the AFCON 2021 tonight, Ivory Coast and Algeria. I don't know who your money's on because I don't know myself, but the whole point of why I have to practice is we have some people who drop in and just say hi. Yeah. And so on our last live, we had to say hi back, but, um, Mbizi yeah. who's with us yeah we were trying to find like that right rhythm to say hi you know yeah I'm with you so that's why I'm practicing for that I'm like hi but you guys were terrible at it you <laughs> yeah, and Mbizi no. just terrible <laughs> <laughs> so it was almost like nobody's ever greeted both of you you know what I'm saying it was a it was a whole situation yeah no it was a it was a, it was a whole situation you're right but okay that's good that you're practicing you know what I'm saying mm. the best way to learn a simple task is repetition shout out to you right I always say I follow Gary Player's rule like this, right? The more you practice, the luckier you get. Shout out to Gary Player. And that and that involves everything, by the way. Including high. And and you know, gambling and <laughs> all of that cool stuff. The more you do it, the better you get. Oh sure. Well, sorry. Or the, the luckier you get. Oh, okay, the luckier you yeah, get. Yeah, so you don't necessarily get better, you just get luckier. Well, that's what Gary Player said. And he was pretty good. He's a major, yeah, multiple <laughs> multiple major winner. So not too bad, you know what I mean? He's done okay. A couple of golf courses in and around <laughs> South Africa, the world. Tells every he, he was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. As long as you see that. You haven't seen that at no, all? No, I haven't. But, 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 you like How I Met Your Mother, right? I do. Okay, so do you like, have you ever seen a show called Seinfeld? Because I know you're young. That yeah, yeah. Okay. No, of course. And what's your, how do you feel about Seinfeld? I love Seinfeld. Okay. I often, I often like to think myself, uh, of myself as George, George Costanza. George Costanza. You've definitely got Costanzaisms mm. to you. Cause like I'm patient, but when I hit that point, I'm like, I get that, mm, funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got a lot of George Costanza in you, right? I'd like to think I've jokes. Like Jerry, but I feel like I'm more George Costanza. Hundred percent. You, Im- I think you embody Costanza a little bit, a oh, lot. Quite I hope a lot, I don't. Em- I hope I don't embody him. So yeah. you, you know, Larry David wrote that character about himself. So, so George Costanza <laughs> is actually Larry David in real life. So there's a very famous um, elevator scene where he goes to a company to um, to pick up a lady because he sees her at this company. 
and he goes back to this elevator and he waits there like a couple of days. He goes back on multiple days. Very famous Seinfeld scene. And in it, the uh, I forget the guy um, who played George Costanza. I forget what his name is. Anyway. So good. Uh, Jason Alexander is that uh, guy's name. Um, and in, in that scene, Jason went up to Larry. He's like, this doesn't happen. This is ridiculous. Like, even for me as an actor. And he said, no, 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 that happened. It happened to me. <laughs> yeah, Larry David had that exact circumstance and he wrote it. And so the Costanza character is actually Larry David has written about his own experiences. And it's essentially, if you watch Kirby Enthusiasm, uh, uh, Enthusiasm and you go back to Seinfeld, you'll see Larry David in George Costanza and you'll go, the light will switch on. You go, oh, I see. Because mm. I'm a big fan of both. I like that. Yeah, it's yeah a no, cool no. little Easter egg. You know what I mean. So if you li- so think of Kirby enthusiasm as an adult Seinfeld, okay, yeah, I'm into it. And so Larry David, I'm a huge fan. He, so his intention with Jerry Seinfeld was to write Seinfeld. Um, their dream was to write a show about nothing, and obviously then they were just coming up. And then now Larry David is the billionaire guy who does nothing and just complains. So he's actually written his dream show. It's quite interesting. Once you have that context and you watch Seinfeld and then you come and watch Kirby Enthusiasm, that Larry eventually got to live his dream to write a show about nothing. It's a, it's a hell of a thing. It's a hell of a thing. That's really cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, Larry David. Interesting. Great. What I share with him, of course, is that we're both social commentators. Well, you haven't seen the first two Spider-Mans. Oh, man, Pretty so, sure so Larry not David that important. Mm, I wonder if he has. Well, I mean, they wouldn't be cheering on Tobey Maguire in the movie theaters for nothing. You know what I mean? Who's cheering on? The fans. People. Yeah. Yeah. Fans of the Marvel Universe. Spider-Man, No Way Home, Blockbuster. It's actually two movies in one. If you haven't seen it and you like um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's more of a Doctor Strange movie. You you can go and watch two movies in one for the price of one ticket. Doctor Strange and Spider-Man in one movie. And it's actually more about Doctor Strange. Good, good movie though. I mean... I mean, why didn't they punish Doctor Strange? He actually messed up the universes. Well... Spider-Man did change his the spell a couple of times while he was yeah, doing it. Come on. What do you mean, come on? They've literally written it like a mother in the grocery store. No. Like, oh, no, you can't have that chocolate. No, you can't have this. No, you can't have that. And boom, temper lost. Well, you, you can't <laughs> ask your Sangoma to change the spell you've cast on your, on your woman to only love you halfway through the spell. It doesn't work. That's not how it works. But then why didn't he just stop it? Well, why did what he knows better than to change a spell halfway through he even said so why didn't he just not do it no because he's already started now the fabric of time was already open so reversing it it's that that's already open there's already a set of events that have been set on course you know what i'm saying this is coming from a cultural commentator follow at mkt inspires gonna be doing movie reviews on his tiktok that's exactly what i mean you know what i mean mm. so that i've decided my <laughs> my personal page will be not sport yeah, no, because it would be kind of redundant, wouldn't it? Yeah, having, having the MKT show. Yeah. But also, some people are like that. But I'm not going to make my personal one. Sure. Because, although I don't really do anything else but watch sport, you know what I mean? Like, it is my life. Well, you have been watching other movies lately. You watch all the Thanos movies. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm a cultural commentator as well. I do engage in that world. But, yeah, I do other stuff. I like other stuff, you know? So, I have a rule. I've got a couple of DMs over, uh, for those who don't know, I'm also on the Gareth Cliff show, uh, which is available 
wherever you get your podcasts or live on YouTube, actually, 6 o'clock Monday to Friday, mm. 6 a.m. in the morning. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Anyway, um, so a lot of people, not a lot of people, I'd say 60 people over my two years on the GCS, three years now, they DM me, right, and they ask, why don't I talk about science ever, you know? Like, because Gareth um, has a segment called Collectomania on yes. on the show. And a while ago, he, or, or last week, he did his own lab at home. I saw that. Where he's got a, a lot of elements, and that's quite literal. Um, So he's got a lab, you know? And he was giving almost a little bit of a... So was Gareth featured as yeah. the collectee? Yeah, he featured himself and just basically spoke about his lab, what he's got, what elements he's got uh, in there. So he's got some chemicals. I mean, nothing that will start World War Three. Small, small amounts. It's all legal. Sure. Um, and so from that, because it, in, that, in that moment, it's very, very easy to try and jump in too much, you know? Like every now and then I jumped in, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Every now and then I'd chip in, but it's not about me. It was Gareth's collection. <laughs> and then, but a lot of people have asked me over the years, and I haven't answered any of them. Why don't you talk about science more? But the reason, and if you listen to this podcast and you listen to the Cliff Central show or, or the, the Gareth Cliff show, is that unless you have an undergrad in science, I don't talk to you about science because I've made this mistake before. And there's a lot of people who read like books, but they don't actually know how science works at the very core. And then it's like, ah. Oh, uh, now I'm going to have to let this moron stop talking. And they obviously listen to like a Joe Rogan or whatever. And now they think they understand how chemistry works. And now it's painful for me. You know what I mean? So to relieve my own stress, I rather don't talk to people about science unless you've got an undergrad. Because then I know we're starting off on the same knowledge point. You know what I mean? It becomes very frustrating because I really love science. It's like it's a deep passion of mine. And it's just annoying. Wait, why don't you engage with other people about it? Because it's annoying when people don't know. Because I'm, I, I like, I, I've never said I want to teach people about science. No, no, no I understand. Yeah. But it's like you being a cultural commentator. You haven't watched first two Spider-Mans. Now we're not on the same level. Now I'm gonna speak to you about the Marvel universe. Obviously, I know <laughs> the Marvel universe better than you. I mean, no, that's far from what I'm saying. Oh no, because I've I've seen the older movies. For you, just coming in now watching Tom Holland. No, no, no. The only, what, I've, I've missed only those two movies. What else have I not watched? Three. And... I don't know. I've seen and, one of the Spider-Man movies. Okay, and then Andrew Garfield, two no, movies. No, no, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen any of them. Rumor, rumor has it there might be a third. Oh, because uh, maybe there was good critical claim from the third movie. Yeah, they said that Toby got to fulfill his three movies. Tom Holland got to fulfill his three movies. Why didn't Sony but what, Andrew Garfield do But what is this? Montessori? Everyone gets a chance. Everyone yeah, well, gets a medal for coming 10th. <laughs> what are we doing here? Listen, the fans ask for it on Twitter. Hey, serve the streets. You've got to give the people what they want. You have to serve the streets. Oh, shout out. Then it's money, <laughs> money time. Oh, yeah. Bing. No, because what? This, this Spider-Man movie I read, mm -hmm. I think I said this on the show the other day, but if you haven't, listen to it. Spider-Man was the fourth highest grossing movie, like, ever. What, this uh, No Way Home? Yeah, yeah. And it's understandable. I mean, think yeah. of how long people have been trapped at home. Yeah. Like, maybe the movie's good, maybe it's not. You, you, some people may not like it. But think of, it's almost like, you know, when you come out of a bad relationship, mm. you, people often, the next person's terrible. 
you, you, you know? Right. So the next person, because they'll, they'll take anything. Oh, I see. So, so even if okay. the next person's actually mediocre, they'll take anything. People take anything in that second relationship. It, that's where people are coming out of. It's like, oh my God, that was terrible. I never want to live like an ant in a, in a <laughs> laboratory again. Yeah. We'll do anything. If it's outside my house, I'm doing it. But shout out to Spider-Man, dude. What not? And I can see why Spider-Man connects with so many people, especially you and James, now that I've gotten to know both of you. I can see why the Spider-Man character appeals to both of you. Uh, that's James Ilsley, by the way. Yeah. Um, but I can also see why it connects with so much of the world, you know? So. Yeah, no, I do love Spider-Man. Spider-Man I, was the first superhero I really... Because the thing is, all the other superheroes, they weren't... Like, as much as people say Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was a bit older, and it, it's like, as a kid, I still really enjoyed it. Like, I still understood it. It's quite relatable. It's I not think. like Superman. Like yeah. as as we've spoken before, the DC movies are quite dark. Also, Superman's the, the worst superhero. Yeah, like well, is that the worst? Captain America is obviously the worst. Oh, uh, you you don't like Captain America? No. Okay, Senzor loves him. Yeah, also I don't mind him. I think Spider Man's the most useless. Actually, oh, I, I think we've been here already. Should, well, should we starting we, off the show? Do like we need this? to go back to why Spider Man is could have been completely left out of the Avengers, and it would have been better actually. He, he was a bit of a hindrance in the end, if you know what I'm saying. Like, like Tony Stark could have just gotten that stone across by himself. You know what I mean? You could have had – like, there was <laughs> lots of options. Get anyone else involved there. Spider-Man, what's he doing in space? What are you doing there? You're just actually a hindrance. You know okay. what I mean? So we're starting off the show with this energy now. I no, see. I'm just telling you he could have – he's the one superhero you could very easily replace. Like okay, he, no, I don't think so. Like, okay, who else could you replace? Can't replace Tony Stark? No, you can't. No, no, Bill, you Billionaire and genius. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. It's tough to get both in one body. Yeah. Cap Captain America's a failed soldier. Yeah, but you need a leader. Talent has to be Thor. managed. No, well, you saw he got chunky at the end when something yeah, went no, slightly wrong. chunky at the end. Yeah. You can't have a... The one thing about I don't know why they did that to him. Chris Hemsworth must have been so pissed. Was, that guy's <laughs> jacked. Crazy. That guy's in insane shape mm. and very Australian. Also, I think he had a lot of fun with the character. Like, I think Thor was quite a wide open character to play mm -hmm. and he got to just shine like his personality. In it. Ah, he's made for that character. He's, he, ah, he like, is. he looks like an, an Adonis. And what? like Loki. Oh, that guy's dude. a brilliant actor. Love that actor. What other stuff's that guy in? He's got to have more stuff because no, I'm sure there is. He's such a good actor. I don't know if it's the British accent that makes people feel like better actors. But he's magnificent. Also, what's with getting Brit guys as superheroes? Like, why can't they get an American guy to play to what Tom Holland is? Or just play them as British. Don't play them as American. No, no, That's no. Don't, don't do it. He's from New York. So <clears throat> so he's in Loki. Obviously, there was that um, series on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I haven't seen it. Is he the actor? Yeah. Okay. Tom Hiddleston. Uh -huh. uh, then he was on all the Thors. So he was on Thor, Thor Ragnarok, and then Thor The Dark World. And then he was in Kong, Skull Island. Oh, do you remember that? I haven't seen that. But hold on. Thor, The Dark World. That's only that's not out yet. Because Ragnarok was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, so Thor was... Uh, Thor, uh, The Dark World was 2013. And then Ragnarok oh, was I've seen it. Okay, I've seen The Dark World. I've seen The Dark World, yeah. Yeah. Then The Night Manager, Crimson Peak, I Saw Light, the, all the Avengers. So the Avengers, the Avengers Affinity War, War Horse. That was pretty good. Haven't seen it. If I remember War Horse... Um, Is it a war movie? Uh, yes. Makes, I, makes sense. 
I haven't watched that movie in so long. He was in what? The Simpsons and The Muppets. Oh my word! Yeah, he's big time. He's proper. Yeah, he's probably a stage actor as well. I mean, he's he's your classic. Yeah, yeah, I would I would think so. He's what you call a thespian. He reminds me a lot of um, Bradley Cooper in that sense. How's that? Bradley Cooper is also a stage actor. Oh, okay. It's it's a guy you wouldn't like. You wouldn't think it's stage, like he would do stage acting, but then the man sings a. A note, and he's like, "Wow, okay." Steve what about um, what about old Spider-Man or Tom Holland himself being Billy Elliot? Yeah, no, that was crazy. Yeah, that that is a bit crazy. So did he- um, did Barrett show you that video? Um, one of our colleagues uh, showed me a video of uh, Tom Holland doing. Um, do you watch lips uh, lip sync battle? Mm-mm, no. So it's hosted by <laughs> Nick Cannon, LL Cool J. Lil Cool J, if hey, you know. uh, yeah, Lil Cool J. If you, if you know, you know. All right, yeah. Um, and so what they do is they get um, actors and, and artists alike to come perform songs that they obviously don't sing. And so Barrett showed me this video of Tom Holland and Zendaya's on the side with LL Cool J watching Tom. And you know he's a full on like gymnast and yeah, he looks like it. So he he gets dressed in like uh, a girl's dancing outfit and he dances to. Um, Umbrella by Rihanna and Jay-Z. Okay. And it's so good. Like, do yourself a favor. Just search Umbrella by Tom Holland. Oh, I'll show it to you after the show. Tom it Ho- is so good. Tom Holland's willing. He, and he it, has no shame, eh? No, like, well, in he, South Africa, we say no scum. Yeah. No, but why would he? He's Spider-Man. Like, well, and they, he's jacked. Like, what can you say to him that he's not secure about? He's a stage actor. He's got one of the most... The biggest stars in the world as his lady right now. Yeah, he's managed to somehow attract that lady. Which means he's Spider Man. Well, he's he's also in real life it wouldn't happen. He's the guy's Peter Dinklage with red hair. What? P- police. He's not short, that guy's. Yeah, but he's a gymnast, British. Gymnasts don't get the ladies. Man. No, the rugby players get the ladies. Nobody, <laughs> no girl thinks, you know who I want to be with? A gymnast. No. Don't care how good their bodies are. And by the way, gymnasts are in incredible shape yeah they are in incredible those are some of the best athletes on earth yeah yeah and they do not get paid a cent because he even did ballet i think why yeah he was billy elliot Mm. (laughs) have you seen the movie no not your vibe no i just it's never come up yeah so he no he's he's a proper guy like i understand now why why he's why isn't theirs no 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 (laughs) that i don't understand what's her insecurity problems she could be with any human ever because she looks like an oil painting and she's chosen Peter Dinklage, who's Spider-Man. Okay. But I can see why he nabbed the Spider-Man role because he's proper. Like, that's proper. You know what I mean? He Stage, dancer, gymnast. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's moving and grooving. So, no, shout out to Tom Holland. Dude. Grooving with a capital G. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you, you, what you mean. <laughs> shout out Tom Holland. I mean... Do you know what I, I love it when people's lives are going well? Yeah, yeah. That guy. Same. Is anybody's life going better right now than Tom Holland? You're Spider-Man, Zendaya, Tottenham. And he's got a new Son. movie. And he's in the new Uncharted movie coming out now with, with Mark Wahlberg. I mean, well, look. And, yeah. and also, I don't know if you saw, Son Heung-min was doing the Spider-Man thing, the celebration ah, on, on the pitch. That's cool. When he scored. And Fortnite uh, is doing the whole Spider-Man thing, you know. For the skins. He's winning right now. Good for Tom Holland, dude. Yeah. Good for Tom Holland. And I hope he keeps winning. I hope he makes another 15 movies of Spider-Man. But the next big thing, Venom. 
Venom, huh? Yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, if you haven't seen Spider-Man by now, then I don't know what you're doing. There's, so, ne- there's never been a good Venom movie. No, there has. Mm. Didn't you watch the one with Tom Hardy? No, I like Tom Hardy. Yeah, but did you watch it? I did watch it. When? Were you under duress, like the first Spider-Man movie you watched? No, 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 no. So, so there's two Venoms eh, that have been. Yeah, so the first one was in Spider-Man 3. Okay, so I've seen the movie where it's just Venom, not yeah, yeah. the Spider-Man 3. No, not the Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 was... Ah, it was average. Okay. Well, it wasn't great. Like, that's why that's reintroduced the Venom character. And obviously, Tom Hardy brought it. His American Brilliant. accent is some of the worst acting. <laughs> Do you just comment on... Did you have cheap coffee before you came here? No, but I mean... <laughs> come on. Hey, come on, be real. Uh, it wasn't. Come on, it man. wasn't that bad. Come on, dude. You even you have to enjoy the movie, though. You can't just sit there and, and rip their accents apart just sitting there. But it, what's weird is there are Americans. No, but come on, Tom Hardy. It's because he's the biggest star right now. That's what you need. It's not about can he do the right thing. No, 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 no. no. There's way bigger stars than Tom Hardy. They could have played Venom. Like, who's an action star? Right now, who could have done that? Because that's also, you got to be like a bit of an actor. Well, I mean. you got to have that dark side to you. Like who? Leonardo DiCaprio. No, you couldn't play Venom. So who would you want? Because you need a bit of an edge. To, uh, he, he's, mm. Hardy's got that bad boy image. It's a different time, I'll dude. I'll think of something. I'll think and then when I, I'll get back to you. Listen, it's a different time. TikTok stars are becoming like YouTube movie stars and, and Netflix stars. So it's not the time to... To be like me. Don't be like me. No, yeah, no, but um, look, acting is terrible across the board and you pick it up. Addison Ray, not an actor. Who that? Big, big TikTok star. Okay. She just does all the dances on. So did she become an actress as well? Uh, Yeah, Netflix obviously rubbed in. They were like, because she's got millions of like followers. Awesome. Like, I'm talking, I don't want to lie, probably between 100 and 150 million maybe. Okay, but has she become an actress is what yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, she featured on one of the Netflix films re- released last year. I forget the name. Addison Ray, huh? Addison Ray. And no good. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, she's not an actress. She's new to the whole game. She, she just came up with TikTok. But that's what I'm saying. But, is, but, but the kids love her. That's what I'm saying about Tom Hardy is that it's not about are you the best actor. Because Tom Hardy's not an actor, by the way, just so people know. I, I used to know him back in the day when we used to throw down in the UK. We, we used to roll in similar friendship circles. And he was a model for a long time. He, he comes from that world. Hey, why don't you phone him? Get us some exclusive He's not my best visits. mate. Oh. He's not my best mate. Yeah, but now Venom's coming out. Now you know. What do I say? Oh, Tommy. How you doing, son? Ow. Hardy. How you been? Hardy. How are things been, son? Although I'd probably have to do an, a, a bad American mixed with British accent for him to understand. Because he does the worst American accent you've ever heard. So that's probably how he's rolling now. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know. There's another guy winning right now, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy. What a guy. Uh, he, he stopped drinking. Not in the which movie. Is interesting. No, no, no. In real life. He yeah. said Cumberbatch told him, stop drinking. Cumberbatch knows. Yeah. If, he, if, there's, if, if there's anyone you should listen to. Have you seen the, the British Sherlock with, where Cumberbatch made yeah, his break? Yeah, I, I think I did see that. What do you mean you think? Because there's two. Because I also watched uh, the one with Robert Downey Jr. No, that's a movie. This oh, wait, the one I'm talking about, the ten part. Yeah, it's got uh, Martin Freeman as um, uh, what's it? Okay, so maybe I missed what? this one. No, you definitely didn't. You'd know. It's it's <laughs> it's probably the best series you've ever seen. Um, the 
Martin Freeman plays who, who's his Dr. Watson. Yeah, it is Dr. Watson. Yeah, Dr. Watson, Sherlock Holmes, and Dr. Watson, and it's Martin Freeman, the great Martin Freeman. Okay, who was in the original office? You know that? No, you don't know Martin Freeman. I know Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Same WhatsApp group. Don't know if you ever heard people say. What's people say? Nelson Mandela played uh, Morgan Freeman his whole life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't get that reference, you're gonna have to go and watch a movie. And I'm saying, yeah. So uh, Martin Freeman heard heard of a movie called Lord of the Rings. It didn't do too well. Um, it's yeah. It was, I have heard of it. Okay, so yeah, fame, of that fame, but actually originally from um, the original Office with Ricky Gervais, uh, Martin Freeman exploded there. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll give it a watch. I'll add it to my. I don't think list. you would watch any of these things because no, it, it took you about three months to watch half of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I've told you there's another one. No, no, I still need to watch. You're not going to watch it. You know, no, I doubt you're going to watch it this busy. year. But I mean, what are you doing on the weekends? Catching up on stuff I haven't done in the week. <laughs> like what? Sleep? What? Uh, no, I don't sleep that much. Unfortunately, I've got that thing inside me where um, once I get used to the schedule of waking up early, like I have been, mm-hmm. then I just wake up early every day. It's not that early. You're saying, you're saying it like you wake up at four, you know, you don't. No, no, no I don't wake up. You, Look, so you I'm, wake up I'm at normal you. time. You yeah, wake yeah. up at normal time. Normal people. Time. Yeah. Like, like seven o'clock or what? 630. 6.30. That's, that's not early. Oh, it's normal. It's that's like normal. early on the West End. <laughs> All right, we are a sports show. Um, Obama Yang, uh, it is rumored, will be going to um, Saudi Arabia, which mm. is a very, very interesting um, situation there. By the way, did you see the Tottenham game yesterday? I didn't. Two- I watched I watched the uh, Manchester game. Yeah, no, Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo, not happy. Ooh. Not heated. Anyway, Tottenham scored two goals in a referee's optional time. They were 2-1 down. Uh, Bergwijn scores in the 95th and the 97th minute, I think he scores in. Incredible. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. So, uh, big game last night. We'll talk about uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang and his possible Saudi Arabia move and what they should be doing um, at Arsenal with him. And then I'll tell you why I think Chelsea's attack's not working. And then, of course, we'll talk a little bit about AFCON, Mohamed Salah and Egypt going through. Senegal or through. That's awkward for Liverpool fans. <laughs> it's great, right? Because Greg, one of our compatriots here, is a big Liverpool fan. And he, mm. he's just like, oh, bro, yeah. I don't care about AFCON. I just want these Oaks back. Yeah, he was very upset in the, in the hub the other day. No, he's not, he is not happy. He said if Salah or Keita or Mane get injured, he's going to write to yeah. <laughs> Liverpool head office. Yeah, oh, he's, he's going to write to yeah, and AFCON. Oh, and Afcon. Oh, he's not happy. So a lot of people, I think, are in his shoes. But who cares? Liverpool, bunch of bums anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like also, a, a fellow compatriot on the show, uh, James. What did he say? What's James his take? James Ilsley on? is also uh, a scouser, is what they say. What's, what's his take? I haven't really asked him about Afcon. Don't really see him these days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I haven't seen him. Um, do you miss him? I do miss him. I don't really miss him. I'm not like an emotional person, you know? I think you do. Um, thank God. I nah. oh. You know, I'm enjoying meeting. I'm with Ryan Tinlay now. Because <laughs> I can't be. You, you can't. You can't pine for your ex wife when you've got a new wife. You know what I'm saying? 
That's, that's a weird energy. Because mm. what, what if I say, what if I was to say, oh, I miss James? That's weird. What am I saying? Am I not having a good time with Ryan? No, it that's just what, means you also miss James. Yeah. I mean, it's the right thing to say I miss him. Because I don't really miss people. I'm, I'm, I'm not one of those people. Like, if I don't see you, I'm not like a, ah, what used to be kind of person. I'm just not. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. It's one of the things where I struggle to connect with people because people do get upset at that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, oh, where you been? Jeez, I didn't even realize you were gone kind of thing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm that person. But a lot of people want to be, oh, it's just, it's been so different without you. Like, it hasn't been that different. Like, I'm selfish. I'm human. I want to do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing what I'm doing. I can't pretend to pine for a, a better day. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you. I mean, working with, with old Jimbo is awesome, but... I also like working with Ryan and doing what I'm doing now. I see Paolo more often now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe we'll see James again. Maybe we won't. Who knows? Who knows? It's a mystery. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I think so. It's the MKT show. Um, Ryan. Yeah. Went to a meeting this morning. And what's interesting is... Oh, so this morning I was telling Gareth that you're not allowed shoes in my house. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I heard about this. Oh, did you hear about it? Yeah, we spoke about it on the show the other day. Remember, and I called you out. And I said you'd be lucky to have my Jordans on your carpet. (laughs) So you'd be lucky lucky to be stepping on on a proper rug like I've got in my house. You know what I'm saying? Nice Jordans, but uh, it's, a, it's a proper rug on my tiles. Anyway. What did Gareth have to say about it? I say it's ridiculous. I'm like, well, go to any first world country. It's quite standard. Take your shoes off because you're not, you're, not you're not a horse clomping around my house, making my house dirty. Now, what are you? Are you a cow? <laughs> hey? Like stomping your, you know, your dung around my house. No. Take your shoes off. Put them at the door. Or why need shoes in my house? No, because how clean are your floors? Very. But how do I know that? It's none of your business. It's my house. I don't care what you think. Yeah, but I wear shoes for my my protection. You know what I mean? Stay at home then. I do my house, my <laughs> rules. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and by the way, in any sophisticated country, China, most of Europe. Like if you go to Germany... You don't wear your shoes inside people's houses. And it's got nothing to do with the nice floors. Like a lot of people go, oh, no, that's because they've got nice wooden floors. No, no, no. In Germany, it is stock standard practice. Put your shoes over there. You're not a horse. That's weird. What? You being not being a horse? No, you're not wearing your shoes inside. What if somebody jacks your shoes? No, not where I live now. <laughs> where you live, maybe. No, nobody jacks my shoes. At my house, not where I live, right? It's no crime where I stay, but you pay a little extra. You know what I'm saying? You say, excuse me, say, oh, are you willing to pay a little extra for lack of crime? I say, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Interesting. So I don't lock my doors. You don't? Mm-mm. What are you scared of? Huh? Well, you live in the West Rand. It's a little different out there. Yeah. It's tough out there. No, it is. It's a whole different vibe. You know You're not I mean? scaring anyone off from coming to South Africa. You just, you know, know your... Well, there's crime everywhere. Know your levels, yeah. I, I'm, like, I know Australians will tell you, oh, it's so perfect here. It's not. There is crime in Australia. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I know people who have had 
vicious crimes happen to them. Crimes everywhere. Where, do you know where crime exists? Where there's human beings. Prosecution just happens in Australia, not here. No. Actually, to the contrary, our legal system is one of the best in the world. And I know it's tough because the scale of the crime makes it look like, oh, no one ever goes to jail, right? But actually, you know, it's not that bad. We can't keep our own politicians in check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it's a whole different thing. Although it turns out Boris is lying about parties as well. So politicians are pretty scummy everywhere. You know what yeah, I'm but parties and corruption are two different things. I don't know. I don't know how, like, everybody views these first world countries as like squeaky clean, right? Have I ever told you? So my mother worked in geopolitics for a long time. She says the only difference between our corruption and their corruption is that our corruption eats with its hands. Their corruption eats with a fork and knife. So don't let the nice suits in Oxford fool you. They're, they're, I mean, you saw the Panama Papers. <laughs> no, I, I get that, but I'm just Like saying. David Cameron's dad is involved in all sorts of – and David Cameron's name was on there as well. Mm. What happened to him? Nothing. Like, oh, he's an Oxford guy. We protect those guys. Now, that is not to justify the madness that happens in our country. It's yeah. mad, there's madness everywhere. Like, politicians are scum. I think we must, if, if COVID's shown us anything, politicians are scum everywhere. Yeah. A lot of them. They're, they're a bunch of selfish, disgusting. But you know what they are? Human. People are selfish. Shocker. By the way, breaking news. <laughs> Every person, including your mom and girlfriend and boyfriend, is selfish. They only care about themselves. That's all it is. That's just human beings. And also, speaking of that, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang back in London, and in, uh, there's a, there's a situation popping off right there. Yeah, inevitable, by the way. What's that guy's vibe? What, what do you think he's thinking? What Pierre Aubameyang? Mm-hmm. Pierre Emerick. I don't know he's thinking. I need to start cashing out. Maybe. I mean. He's chilling 300k a week. That's pretty nice. But it's also weird the way he's doing it. Like, if you're going to cash out, bro, go to Qatar. Do you think Arteta's is the problem? No. I think he's the solution. You think so? For sure. For sure. You can't be late, dude. Twice. Can't be late. Can't be late. Not as a pro baller. Not at that level. You, you're not allowed... Again... The leaning, what separates those guys at the top to most of us, Jeff Bezos, all these guys, you can't give yourself a break. Like, if you want to win, no breaks. There's no breaks. And Aubameyang's one of these guys who just wants to enjoy football. Awesome. Just can't happen at Arsenal. That's what Arteta's saying. Because Ben Foster left Man United, and everyone asked him why. He said, I just want to enjoy my football. Because Man United is not a place to go and enjoy your football, by the way. Barcelona is not a place to go and enjoy football. I've said this to you before. Mm. Winning's awful. It's awful. It's about sacrifice. It's not about you. And I think Arsenal for too long, for too long, look what happened when Arsene Wenger was letting guys enjoy themselves. He forgot. Early Arsene Wenger, monster, tyrant, Henri, Fiera, no fun. We're here to win. We're here to win, not to have fun. You can go and have fun at uh, West Ham. You know what I'm saying? No, it's like, look at Man United now. It's a jaw. Yeah. Um, so, no, Arteta, they're on the right track. They got something there. Now, did, will Arsenal... Them last night. I didn't, did Arsenal play last night? No, no, no. I'm talking about Manchester. Man United 
uh, I mean, having some fun. Listen, David De Gea um, saved them. Uh, two massive saves in the first half. You see that? Oh, well, that's that's what I'm saying. The, that man's earning his money. Yeah, he is. He shouldn't have to be doing that. He should be paid not to do anything. He's got the most terrible beard for a rich guy in the world. Like yours was starting to go there. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, scruffiness. Yeah. Well, and he's also got a copper beard as well, like you. Mm. Now you look like a... Okay, I don't want to say it again. You know what I mean? I don't want to kill it. Because uh, you, you weren't happy. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't think your, your description's accurate. So Ryan didn't like the headline for yesterday's podcast Mm-mm. for the um, the blurb. No. But it's okay. Did you get over it? Yeah, no, I, I built the bridge already. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. <laughs> Fair dinkum. Yeah, but uh, I watched that game last night and I was like... Uh, oh, did you watch the United game? Yeah, I did. Brentford, Brentford. if people aren't careful, they're going to come for you. They, Yeah, they got... Uh, what's uh, Ivan Tony? Yeah. M- Mboema. Mboema's a... If he could learn how to finish, oh, he'd be a handful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Luke so, Shaw was looking extremely fat. <laughs> wow he's a he's a but you know what some people is we, we all carry weight but some people carry it in the wrong place you know some people carry weight in their face some people in the hips and like he's carrying weight everywhere he's like bbw he's got the love handles going there he, he's so fat that guy he has to wear like board shorts he, he can't have the you know like the footballer shorts yeah. Like, yeah, above the knee. No, not Luke Shaw. Have a look. Board shorts. Because oh, he's, you, you know, a guy like him has will have the classic skinny fat guy problem, right? The waist size won't change because your hips are pretty fixed. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the booty. So he'll be, he's actually like, let's say, a 32 waist, but he has to wear a 36 because of the badonka donk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, a bit of a, it's a bit of a rough situation. So he's wearing board shorts. Yeah, Luke Shaw, what are we doing, dude? On my footballer group last night, because, you know, I belong to this um, FPL group. Where we speak about the fantasy stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's whenever there's games on, there's just banter. There's about 40 people on it. Jesus. And I, I don't even know all of them. We just, I we started this group back in the day, like probably six, seven years ago. Yeah. And we've just been on it ever, ever since. And so last night, one of the guys... <laughs> Posted a, a picture of. Do you remember that one goalkeeper that ate pies on the bench? That big guy. Yes. <laughs> they <laughs> said that's Luke Shaw right now. <laughs> oh, that was in the uh, FA Cup, eh? like one of those. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. But yeah, Obama Young, um, Saudi Arabia looks like is where they made the offer. Um, I haven't heard anything new about that situation. Do you know the club? Uh, I, I don't know the club, but. Saudi Arabia is the right place for Pierre uh, it's, Emmerich. It's Al Nasser. Al Nasser. Head on over, dude. I actually have it here as part of the socials. If you want me to no, 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 no. We can, we can talk about it a little bit later. But just my thoughts on Pierre Emmerich Obama. You know, my outtake as I get older, and I made a couple of these mistakes last year. Uh, I told, told a few people it was a very painful year for me last year. Because the thing, thing about people is you can't change them. And you, Arsenal have no right to be angry at Pierre-Emerick Obama because he is what he is. He was always ill-disciplined. Dortmund knew that, so they let him go. I always said to you, it was way too easy for Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang to leave 
Dortmund doesn't do that. Look, they've made a nightmare for Holland. It's a nightmare for that guy. In fact, every player, Mats Hummels, Lewandowski, Gotz, uh, what's it, uh, Gotza, nightmare. Because they don't have to sell. They're well run. They're well funded. They've got all the money in the world. All right. And what happened was with Aubameyang, I said to people at the time, why is it so easy to let this guy go? And now the stories are coming out about Aubameyang. The ill-discipline thing I told people existed at Dortmund. It's just his output was so incredible, people overlooked it. And here we find ourselves in a time where Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is now being Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. And now Arsenal want to get upset. Listen, if you let – let me give you an example. If you meet your girlfriend, your current girlfriend or wife, by cheating. So let's say right, you cheated on your wife or somebody and you leave your wife for that person. Right? What makes you think that that person won't cheat on you? People are who they are. Like, I don't know this thing of people expecting Obama Yang to come here and now he's David Silva, just an angel. He is who he is and he's being who he is. And what the rule I forgot last year, and it is one of my, you are not allowed to get angry at people for who they are. You should be angry at yourself. If you're an introvert, I can't get mad at you that you don't talk enough. That's crazy, isn't it? People are who they are. Pierre-Emerick uh, Aubameyang was always this. But you know what happened in the first two seasons? He was scoring goals. So we look aside. Trust me, not the first time he was late. It's just that Arteta's in town now. And let me tell you something about that I know about men. When you paid him this contract, you affirmed his behavior. Arsenal said, hmm, you know what? We're going to overlook the bad stuff because of the good stuff. Well, eventually the good stuff stops. The goals. Now what? You're trapped. Nobody wants a Batman. No one's going to pay that. People are who they are. So I'm not, I'm not upset with PM Rico Batman because I said right at the beginning, if you remember um, on this show, I've said it was way too easy to get this guy. There must be something wrong. Oh, well, now <laughs> uh, I bet Dortmund are laughing. They're loving it. They're like, oh, we got him. We got him. And here we are. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, stripped of the Arsenal captaincy. And I think it's a good commentary to round up on it, of where Arsenal Football Club are. They went from Granite Jacker, he zapped the fans, and they made Aubameyang the captain. But that shows you where the club is. And I think now Mikel Arteta has a huge job to turn around the culture. So, folks, in life, people are who they are. Please stop expecting them to be somebody else because you romanticize them. Because people always think, you know what? As soon as I get that person in-house, I'll change them. You know what I mean? It's like the, it's like the, the girl who sees the, the wild guy. Or I've always said this to people. If you meet your girlfriend at a party, right, where they're getting lit on a Sunday, and then all of a sudden two months into the relationship, you're like, no, it's Friday night. I want to stay at home. What are you doing? You knew what she was about. Of course she's going to be upset because you knew what I was. So Arsenal have no right to be upset. I want to defend Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang here. He's just being himself. He's just wiling out like he's always done. You didn't get upset in the beginning when I was scoring 30 goals a a year. Why now? So let's be very careful um, moving forward in institutions. People are who they are. People are selfish. People do what they want. Or, in fact, people are who they are. If somebody's an extrovert, don't be, don't be mad at them for being loud. 
Don't get in a relationship with them then. If somebody's an introvert and they're quiet, well, what do you, what do you think you're buying in for? What, what are you expecting? Jamie Foxx as a partner. <laughs> no, they're an introvert. And that's what you must live with and stop trying to change people. And ultimately, folks, I hate to tell you, after six years old, you are who you are. You cannot change people. Trust me. If you're going to trust anyone, me or your pastor, right? Do you trust pastors? It's a difficult question. It's tough to trust anyone who says trust me. Yeah. Isn't it? But I went through it last year. You can't change people. People are who they are. If people are soft, they're soft. If, they're people, if people are tough, they're tough. Sorry. I don't, like, there's no explanation for it in genetics, by the way. Some people are tough. Some people are not. Some people are patient. Some people are... You know what I mean? Mm. Can't change people. And I know people always go, people can change. People don't change. Aubameyang has been doing this his whole career. It's just that he's so talented. It's called production versus tolerance. Let me tell you something right now for young people. It's okay if you're talented to be an enigma. Right? But understand that one day your talent will subside. Don't believe me? Go and look at Antonio Brown right now. Antonio Brown will be in the Hall of Fame, and it's almost impossible for wide receivers to get in. He will be in the Hall of Fame. And his talent is insane, but his talent's dropped off a little bit. And now, it's a problem, because now they're having to tolerate more than he's bringing on the field. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, same thing. We'll tolerate you, right, until we can replace you. That's life, by the way. If anybody's going to take career advice from us, they will tolerate you until they can replace you. Do not be Aubameyang. Please don't think talent is enough. Talent's not interesting anymore. Because there's talent everywhere now. They're finding talent in Burkina Faso now. You can be replaced tomorrow. PM-Rick Aubameyang is learning. Arsenal are winning without him. And it's tough because it's especially tough for somebody like him. Is I would imagine the first time he would have got negative feedback is probably at Dortmund in his whole life. When you're that talented... 12, 13, 14 people are nice to you. You never, ever hear no. So here we are. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Arsenal captain, will leave halfway through a £300,000 a week contract. Crazy, yeah. It's mental, dude. But it's Arsenal. <clears throat> and the Saudis will pay him that as well. Oh, pocket change. That, that, that's someone's, it's one of their kids' like pocket money. <laughs> that, they'll pay that in cash. Say, it's a little expensive. I don't want to put that, <laughs> for tax purposes, I'm not going to put that in through my bank account. Can he can he say no to this transfer? Interesting. Or, That's a good uh, power of veto. It's a good it's, um, in America they call it a no trade clause. So uh, the players who have a no trade clause they can decide where they go. So he can because I mean he has to agree, and I, I see no reason why he wouldn't. Like you said, retirement package, bro. Yeah, but it's only for a loan, hey. Yeah, but in the meantime, we're negotiating. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it's almost like this. Sometimes it's better to break up with somebody that you love. Right? Before you resent them. So what they're thinking is, you know what? Before this thing gets too ugly, just go somewhere else. Just go somewhere else. Go anywhere else but here. It's not that, it's not that we don't love you anymore. It's that we love ourselves more. There's sometimes that situation in life. There's a situation where we still love you, but we love ourselves more. And when you're around, we're just not our best selves. 
before it gets ugly. Because you know some people wait for things to get ugly before they break up, which I never understood. Like, if it's hard, break up. Move on. But people fight and they watch Hollywood movies. They're like, let's fight for it. I'm like, this is crazy. Anyway, it's a whole different conversation. Um, no, if, if I'm a Birmingham, also get the Saudi connection. You know what I mean? It kind of reminds me of like when Tevez went to the, is it the MSL? Mm-hmm. Also, MLS, no, 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 no. Well, he went back to um, Argentina to Boca Juniors. But didn't, didn't he play in the, in the MLS for a little while? Carlos Tevez? No, I don't think so. I'm sure he did. He was one of the highest paid players there, I'm sure. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, wait. That was when he was... Where did he go again? I know what you... No, that was, China. Oscar, that was China. That was China. Yeah, yeah. That was China. It wasn't uh, MLS. It was China. Yeah, but what's the Chinese league? Super League. Chinese Super League. Yeah, yeah. CSL. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. MLS is America. Sorry. Th- that's what I mean. Because also Oscar went there from Chelsea. Oscar. Remember? And he's only 30 and now. Yeah, that dude was like 25 when he went. He's still at the same team. Yeah. Yeah. Rocking. He, he went on a 240,000 pound deal back then. Paolo and I were looking it up the other day. Wow. Yeah. So shout out to him. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. What do you think? Right call. In fact, there's also another side, right? Is I've seen couples where they split, where they just need a break, some therapy. Could, I, could Aubameyang come back at the end of the year? It's funny. A lot of people are fighting to come back to the Premier League now. That's the place to be. There's, did you see Suarez? Give me Suarez. Suarez might be on his way back. Cannibal FC. Under Stevie G. Mm, I don't know if I'd take It's new. rumors. Nah. Got Ollie Watkins. That, that's paper talk. Ollie Watkins is proper. He's proper. There was also another one. I forget. Did you see um, Bobby Firmino? What, what? Great teeth? Great teeth. Definition of like Colgate. Yeah. Um, also, possibly on the brink of, I think it's Juventus. Wait, weird. Why is he leaving? You got Jurgen. Is, is that confirmed? No, 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 no. no. Oh, just paper, this, paper, a little paper talk. Yeah, yeah. It was either it was either Firmino or there was some there was someone else as well. I mean, if I'm Bobby Firmino, I am starting to um, I am starting to get a little bit annoyed at why am I not playing? Like this Jota guy's doing well, but I'm also brilliant, so I, I could understand a move for him. Roberto Firmino. But my God, um, Pierre Emerick Arsenal are such a mess. No, they are, and they but they have been. You got two guys now at your club, who are former captains. How's that possible? They they both still you're still paying two guys, who you picked for leadership, and they weren't fit for the task. How crazy is that? That doesn't happen. Two guys mm. they're paying two former captains. Sorry, by the way, just to correct myself, it wasn't Juventus, it was Barcelona for 16 mil. Hmm. Barcelona apparently is circling. They're like closing in now. But um, there although, was there was another player, I'm trying to think, who was going to Juventus out of that team. Although those South Americans love a bit of the La Liga. Yeah, yeah. So I could see that happening. No, I could see that happening. No, you're right. Although they just bought Ferran Torres, who they couldn't afford to register. Where are they getting this money? I, I've learned in La Liga you don't ask questions. The less, you, the less you ask. Well said. No, but Arsenal, like, can I tell you, when I first started watching, like, football properly, right? I remember when Sanchez was, was the leading number. I think it was seven, yeah. Number seven. Yes. And that's when they, look, the, they weren't the greatest, but they were on fire. 
like Sanchez was in there, and then he made that stupid move to United. Yeah. And the best thing he did there was play the piano. <laughs> What's incredible was that Arsenal in that move paid. So, they, yeah, that was a bad move for United. But then Mkhitaryan. That was a bad move for um, Sanchez as well because he was he was fired Arsenal. Yeah, but he had some problems. Uh, apparently, tough to get along with. Oh, really? Yeah. No, but apparently, he's a piece of work. What foot? What, what footballers aren't? Do you know what I mean? You know what, and to your point, you know what a nightmare you have to be as a person that footballers can't get along with you because they're all unreasonable people. Yeah, they're just lads. Yeah, if you're a nightmare for a football club, you've got to know that guy's something extra. He's, you, you know, the Nando sauce. He's the black sauce. <laughs> you got to be, because for those who don't know, um, so, so, do you know, like in Belgium, they don't do like hot sauce. You know, those Europeans <laughs> are so scared of anything hot. It's unbelievable. Yeah, well, I think it's gonna sell for a whole nother reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but do you know that? Like, no, so in Belgium, like I remember going in Belgium, they don't have the um, the Cajun burger. Oh, really? No, because they don't, they don't don't they do not do hot stuff there. They do spicy. Not at all. Not even. No, 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 no. They and Europeans soft. Is it quite bland? The food without all the spices. No, Belgium. I mean, they they like. If I tell you, I was at a mayonnaise festival there. That sounds great. Doesn't it? I told the other guys this in there. They didn't think it was so amazing. You know what I mean? Depend, mayonnaise fest. Depends what mayo you're eating. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's also true. I mean. But Woolworths mayo hits different. So it's also bum mayo. You, you got to get the artisanal yeah, well, stuff like I mean, that. Like you want proper mayo. You got to get the Belgian stuff. But not or the make one. it yourself. I make my own mayo. We're moving to a time where everyone thinks they're special because they make their own hot sauce and, and it's terrible. <laughs> like no one's ever told you, Ryan, your mayo is probably terrible. You probably put too much eggs. You put, like everyone goes, I'll make my own. And because we're so conditioned to just be nice to one another, like you were hoping I'd say, oh, I want to taste it. I don't. I, I don't want to taste it. It's probably not measured and you probably make it to how you like it. <laughs> you know what? The hot sauce thing is, is hilarious because I had a friend of mine in college. Yes. Who hated all the other hot sauces because they were either way too hot mm-hmm. or not hot at all. So he he went and bought peppers himself and made his own hot sauce. But now it's, now it's, it's just it's hilarious because <laughs> I know people, people are making their own hot no, sauce. No, I know you? people. I know people like they got, and just like you, they can't like. You should try it. Like no, well I'm not going to try it. Get out of here, you bum. Well, I mean, I won't offer you my mayo now. It's okay. <laughs> my mayo is pretty good though. One day, if you ever see my face on a jar on the shelf, just know I did offer it to you first. And you've got the name for it as well, like tin line. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you can do a lot with, you know, get in line for the tin or whatever, you know? Yeah, tin line mayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get in line for the tin Out the of summer. mayo. That's it. Or, you know. Like I'm, gonna, a, I'm just going to put, like, my face on a jar. That's what I'm going to do. For, for your mayo? Yeah. Like... No, no names, no letters, nothing. Just my face. So it, I, I feel like this is an, a lazy stereotype, but mayo is such a white people food. I don't think so. I, I think people just think that. Yeah, white people's diets are so bland, though. Like you got to go Latin for it to to get saucy. You know what I mean? Like I'm I, I'm talking against South African standards. Yeah, but I mean, you pour sun dried tomato sauce on your chicken. No, not tomato sauce. What are you talking about? Right, I'm 10% body fat. I don't eat tomato sauce. Yeah, but it's like the sun-dried version of tomato no, sauce. No, pesto's not. 
So what are you saying? Pesto is tomato sauce. No, I'm just saying mayo just makes things smoother. Have you never had... You've obviously had chicken and mayo. Have I never told you the story about me dropping mayonnaise? I used to eat it out of the jar with my hand. No. Oh, I've never told you this. Okay, now that's a bit weird. I've never done that. Everyone says it's weird. So when I was really young, like four, five, six, and around there, traumatic story every, every time I tell it. So my mom used to buy the Cross and Blackwell. But you know the jumbo glass jars? I don't know if you know anybody who's – I don't know if it's still available in those sizes. Well, I, I don't know how jumbo it was, but there are, there are the big ones now still. Too big for a child to hold in two hands. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom knew this, so she'd keep it in the cupboard, but like like top shelf vibe. <laughs> and one day, anyway, four. Because I used to like hand up to my elbow kind of. You know, those jars are massive. So now I do the classic chair, climb the chair. Because nobody's around, you know, mm. moving and grooving. Mom's at work or whatever, yeah. I was probably Tom, Tom Holland's height at four years old, actually. He's very short, that guy. Anyway, so I climb. You know when you got the dilemma? I don't know if you had this as a child. The chair is the same height as the countertop. So you, yes. What you need is the chair to be taller than the countertop if you want to win in life. What? Yeah, no, no. Because, uh, well, I'm about to tell you the problem here. Yeah. I'm about to tell you why you need that. <laughs> okay. So now I'm doing that classic. Okay, I'm on the counter now. It's money time. I'm in the mix. Mayo, just two hands. But it was a little bit high and a little bit too heavy to do. You know when you're on your tippy toes, you don't have, you aren't planted, so you don't have full core support. Now I'm on my tippy toes and I'm doing the. You're, you're pulling it. You know the classic. It's just too high. Yeah. Keep pulling it. But I obviously when you're on your tippy toes, you're not in full control either. I do the pull thing. It actually makes me anxious every time I tell a story because it takes me back to the the worst moment in the world. The mayo comes off like out the cupboard there, hits my head, but now it, it's obviously going down. And now I've got the, like, close your heart. And then you hear it smash. Bloody. I'm surprised that thing didn't knock you out. Four years old. No, it, it, and I, I remember it because you're looking up. I remember why it didn't. It, 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 you know you're looking up, so it wasn't like on my head. You, you know you're looking up, and the way it came, like I pulled it. It was like like ricochet rather than uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like luckily I was looking up instead of like flathead because I've got a massive head. I've got a massive cranium. So if it, if I had been looking forward, you know what? I would have probably it would have probably rebounded back. My head so big. But instead, I was like looking up, ricochet. And then I remember doing the just look forward thing. You know, when you I can't even look. But it, it, I, I was cringing even before it hit the ground. You know what I mean? You ever had that moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like you just know what's about to happen. And also, you know, then I'm like, because you're playing out the, the mess of a broken mayonnaise bottle on the floor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, man. <laughs> I, I remember essentially having the attitude of, hey, <laughs> you know, the hiding is going to be massive, but you win some, you lose some. <laughs> you had a full jar of mayo. No, it's, well, no, I didn't. It was on the floor. No, but didn't you eat it? What, broken glass? Uh, you were four years old. How could you possibly know? Know what? That glass is dangerous. Yeah, but I mean. What are you talking about? Just this, you can go get some mayo off the floor, surely. No ways. And also, don't be ridiculous. 
I'm so worried about the hiding now. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, because now the like the maid comes in. It's a whole situation now. And now, the worst part about hiding often, as with anything, was anticipating my mom coming out. Think of that for me as the trauma of that. Yeah, it was terrible. But oh, I'll never forget that. And for anyone who's trying to be Spider-Man right now, why you need the chair to be above the thing is so that you can feel the support when you're up there. Because uh, you can put your foot back. And if it's taller, you can stand on the chair, be a little bit more risky. Stand on the chair, it's even higher than the counter. And who knows, if I had that, maybe I don't have... the. Listen, I got the beating of a lifetime, quite rightly. You know what I'm saying? Like, what am I doing? But again, you you win some, you lose some. You know what I mean? Uh, I had to give it a go. I loved mayonnaise at that age. Hilarious. Here we are. You win some, you lose some. It's the MKT show. Shout out to the Proteas yesterday. 31 run victory in the one day. I mean, I, I don't watch one day cricket, but uh, Temba Bavuma and Wanda Dewson. 200, 204 run partnership. Insane in one day cricket. Terrific. Terrific. You know, I actually watched rugby yesterday for the first time in a long time. Was there rugby on? Or yeah. were you just watching highlights? No, I was watching rugby. On a on a Wednesday? Yeah. Uh, overseas rugby? Or? No, no, no. Yeah. Local. Curry Cup. Sharks versus Chriquaz. Live? Like, was it on live or were you watching a replay and you, you actually didn't look? I think it was live. I was at, I was at a restaurant last no, night. No, it was a replay. There's no rugby on during the week. Oh, I was watching. I was like, oh, I don't know any of these people. I used to support the Sharks. I even had a shirt. I'd go to the stadium. Your rugby is a train smasher. I used to love the Sharks. The only thing that matters in rugby is the Springboks in South Africa. Like, yeah. Everything else is such a mess. Chamors, as rugby watchers might say. Also, where is the the Chriquas from? Chriqualand West. Where would you like? If you're guessing, where would you? I don't know. It'd probably be one of the provinces <laughs> on the on the on the farm side of things. You know what I mean? Maybe Eastern Cape or Northwest. <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, it's hilarious. Listen, I was a shark supporter through and through back in the day. Back in the day when rugby was exciting, we actually paid and could go watch games. Yeah. Oh, no, no, wait. Looks like it was yesterday. Close game. 24-23 in the South Sharks. 23. I was just, so you're right. It yeah. was live. Rugby during the week. That's what I'm saying. And it's Curry Cup. Stands were empty. It's so sad. I guess they, they're saying rugby's empty all the time anyway. It doesn't matter when we put it on. Nobody goes I, I would go watch it. But even today, even would you? Did you go to? Did you go to Ellis Park? Yeah, I'd go. Do you go? No, not normally. But I'm saying, and I've said this before. I don't know how many times I have to emphasize myself. If the government actually put more money into sports, or the the right investments into sports, I would go because I actually like going out and doing things differently. Like I can't. I'm too old to go hang at the mall now. You know what I mean? Like. I've had that time. I can't just go hang out the mall. I'm hanging with like. Having said that, you think pesto and tomato sauce are the same thing. So maybe you haven't outgrown that mall phase. Do you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> so I just want other places to go. Like, it's getting a bit boring. Like, you know, I'm also over the clubbing thing. Like, it's cool. I also got a club. But Ryan, you're 26, pal. Yeah. You're talking like you're 60. What do you mean you're over the club thing? There's, no. there's still clubs you can't legally get into, by the way. Yeah, there's 28 well. clubs. There's 32 clubs in South Africa. Shame. And they don't get to party with me. It's terrible. No, no, no. I'm not saying... No, no, no. Look, I love a good party. Although I know I'm you're saying... a bit of a VIP DJ guy before you joined us. So Yeah, yeah. So you've been to Onyx and all of those those places. Yeah, yeah. For, I saw a photo of a friend of mine at Onyx yesterday. It made me think of you. Oh, really? Yeah, she's... But she's full on into, like, that life, you know? No, that Let me tell you, that life, if you're not careful, it'll suck you in and spit oh, you out. Oh, t- tell <laughs> me about it. Oh, what, what life? What are you talking about? The baller lifestyle. Baller <laughs> Let me tell you, if you're going to Onyx, you have to be a baller. There Talk ain't no me. cheap drinks there at Onyx. How much is a soft drink at Onyx? Can you remember? I think I used to pay something along the lines of 30 rand. That's pretty standard. That's a restaurant. Well, not really. Restaurant's like 20, 25. But um, like a Red Bull is like 40, 50 bucks. Demand and supply. Ridiculous. Oh, it's demand and supply. Yeah. Obviously, nobody wants a soft drink in, in the club. No, you know? but I, it's like going to Australia. You can't com- You can't compare... Or anywhere overseas. You can't really convert if you're South African. If you want to enjoy it, don't. If you want to enjoy it, don't convert. So travel tip, take it from somebody who's, I've done it. Um, I'm happy to. You will be so sad if you convert, but don't, don't convert. If you want to enjoy your holiday, don't convert. So same thing when you go to a club. Don't think about it. Just buy. Just do it. Don't budget for it, nothing. Just go. No, 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 like budget, <laughs> budget big time. But when you go to the club, don't. Don't go there like an accountant. How many times should people go to the club a month, would you say, right? Let, let, let some steam off. I don't know. It depends how much you're spending. Because, look, I know guys who just throw down every Friday night. Talk, talk to me about this. Who are clubs for? Is it for, for couples who like to have fun? Or is it for single people? Because I've, I've always thought about, I've always tried to look at club dynamics and think, who is this actually for? No, it's definitely for single people. Is it? Because what do couples that are 28 do? Go to supper? Like if you're 35, like, like you no, say, imagine you found a lady when you find a lady. There'll be very soon. Ryan's looking for a date, by the way. Shout out Hawksley on Twitter. Uh, you can slide in the DMs. Um, like if you met a lady now and you said what you said to me now, right? Yes. Tired of the club. No, it's not that I'm tired of the club. I've just been to the club so many times. Mm. Like, you know, that's all we did. Friday nights, we had a residency in the club. Saturday night was for the special events. Sunday night, Onyx, every Sunday. We'd get that about 10 yeah. when the club opened. Uh, my friend said it was only at 1. No, one till. So what would you do at Onyx? Are you just the weird guy in the DJ box? No. You get like- a, so what we do is the cheapest way to get around in Onyx, if you want to just have a, have a good time on a budget... You buy a bottle of uh, Jägermeister. How much? 900 bucks. That's very cheap. I know clubs where that's... No, no, no. Look, that's why, that's why we did it. Were you getting house price? That's just for the bottle, here. Yeah? But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Are yeah. you getting house price? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's not, that can't be a bottle. A bottle. No, no, no. If, if you want to have a good time, like that was just a cheap night at Onyx. But that's what I'm saying. I think 900 bucks is super cheap for a bottle of Jägermeister. I think... because well, how, how club, much? yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, cheap for a club, yeah. I'm saying you guys were getting the house price. I don't think you were getting other people at Onyx are paying fifteen hundred bucks for a bottle of Jaeger. I would say. Or, or you don't think so? I'm I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um because you know, we also used to get drinks because of my friend's 
uh, he had a, his own uh, re- residency there, which is at about uh, with once a week, Sunday nights, mm-hmm. and then the occasional Friday. So we did get drinks on top of that, but like then we'd just buy that Jägermeister for like 900 and then you buy a couple Red Bulls and just have Jäger bombs. That was the easiest way for so us. So tell, tell me this, tell me this, because you, you've been that person, right? Is there a benefit for being DJ Booth guy? Like, do the ladies like that or do you not get... What, like me not playing, but being there with... Yeah, do, has it ever worked out for you? Like, hey, I'm Melissa or whatever. Can't speak at a club. No, but I, I mean, like, because you see how obsessed people are with being the guy in yeah. the DJ booth. I'm saying, is there any value to that ever? Because I've never had that experience. There's value when you're not involved in it. So, like, I was managing my friends at the time. Got you. So, for me, it was a standard thing just to, you know, check on them, bring them drinks. So, so no girls ever come up to you. It's like, hey, I saw you with DJ Roomba or whatever. No, not really. I, sorry I did it for a short time, but it, it didn't bother me. It was just, it was business. <laughs> it's business. No, it was. Um, you know, you know what it is, right? As well, as you're talking, I'm thinking the club is for the people that have peaked early in life. Like if you, if you're hot at 23, ma- male or female, club's your place, right? Cause, cause like you say, I can't talk at a club. What do you look like? Yeah, no. Is all that matters at the club? The club is, yeah, it's literally, and, and you see it when you work in it because as much as you, like, we would get to Onyx and we'd be like, okay. We don't really want to spend a lot of money, but we do appreciate the business. So let's spend a bit of money. So on the occasional, you know, maybe if it was a Friday, we'd get a bottle, a couple of bottles of um, what's uh, whatever, Grey Goose, Grey Goose, yeah. You know, invest a bit because they're investing in us. But the club is just—it's to show off. So like, if you if you're a person who likes the attention, I mean, when they bring you bottles, they bring you with sparklers and. But the thing that I've learned at a club is never try outdo someone. There's always somebody richer, somebody with more clouds, somebody bigger. Yeah, and yeah, the club is. Listen, I went through that phase. It's um, besides the the, the balling thing. Yeah, because I'll tell people this again. Everything guys do is for girls, right? And if you if you deny it, you, you I'm so sorry that your world is so sheltered that you think. <laughs> No, I do it like guys. I love guys who think, "Oh no, I just do it because I like it, bro." Yeah, right. I mean, don't be a knob. Like, <laughs> like grow up, grow up, bro. <laughs> and um, so again, you, you know, the club experience. Because there may be like a nineteen-year-old listening to this who who maybe hasn't stepped into themselves. You know, mm. is that not all of us peak at twenty-three? Not no. ever, not all of us peak at nineteen. You, you, you know, I feel like I'm starting to get into my peak years just as a human being now. I'm 35. Like I feel, I feel stronger, fitter, and I'm stepping into who I actually am now only at 35, you know? So there's a lot, the, the, the club can be just a point of anxiety, you, you know, because if you're a good dancer, you can't dance at the club. No. The, the types of clubs you can actually dance at, you don't really want to go to. <laughs> Because it becomes they they they're usually in very grimy places. The most fun clubs are like in Johannesburg Town. Truth. Well, that's shut down now. Well, because it was a little tasty. You know they what I had, mean? Uh, yeah. By the way, for for the international listeners, Truth was actually a snake park before before yeah. it yeah. turned into a club, which yeah. makes it. <laughs> and there was a massive snake statue outside. Yeah, yeah. 
So they actually reopened it for New Year's Eve for one big final. Just one. But I mean, I think it's going to happen every year. They're going to yeah. open it again and again. Exactly. But yeah, I, I went to clubs in, before I met my DJ friends, I also went to clubs in like Newtown. You know, there was a couple there. Um, what was it? There was Toy Toy at mm-hmm. the Ant Club. The yeah. Ant Club. They have, so like on a Thursday, there was Science Fiction. So that's your D&B. What's D&B? Because some um, people don't know Cool Talk, right? Drum and bass. Drum and bass. So it's literally like, as we in South Africa, you go there and those are just skitting. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just crazy because cause the, the tempo of the music so fast. And then Friday nights they have Toy Toy, which is, no, it borderlines, it depends on the DJ, but it borderlines trance and, and, uh, can go hip hop, but it's more like a house, you know, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. It's, uh, and oh, that's because you're tired of the club life. 26, you're at the game now. Yeah, but also, the new town. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you have to watch your six. That, but that does, that's what I said, right? Is any club you can go to and actually dance is not in a place you want to go to. Yeah, yeah. Think it's, about it. It's so dingy. It's just covered with lights and... But, but, but it bumps because you can actually go there to enjoy yourself because there's room to dance. Clubs in the city or like in the burbs... Where, where the Onyx, you can't dance at, at Onyx. No, it's your classic sardine run. Also, if you, if you're a bowler, you, you're sitting on the couch, you know what I mean? So again, cl- that's why I wonder who clubs are for. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, if you want to have fun with your girlfriend, why would you go to Onyx? No, but that's. Or, or would you go to Onyx? Is, no. is my question. I actually sat, <laughs> funny story. There was one night at Onyx, we went for the owner's birthday. It was the last, actually, it might have been the last time I went. Uh huh. And I'll never forget, we sat next to it was one of the uh, Springboks. Mm-hmm. He came through from Cape Town just for the night, and he took him and his mates out. Um, who's, who's the who's the guy with the with the red head? Stephen Kitsoff. Yeah, monster of a human yeah, being. Yeah, yeah, spicy plum they call him. Sat next to him. He was just sitting there enjoying his enjoying his drinks. He was on a flight to Cape Town the next day. Yeah, good egg. From what I've read and heard, um, asked him for a photo. He's like, no. Did he say no? Yeah. Well, you can't. Of course, he's going to say no. Also, he's right to say no. No, no. no but if, I mean, if I'm a rugby player, I don't want photos of me at the club out. No, well, it didn't have to be at the club. It could have been outside. No, I'd no. I'd, I'd give you the middle finger. Like the, <laughs> no, I'm so tired. I think it happened to um, James's little brother. Um, oh, Tristan. Because c- his mom. No, no, no. Tristan's uh, the older one. Who, oh, sorry. Yeah, everyone actually loves in that family. Because he's actually got a degree and he's living with a beautiful lady and getting married, while James and the younger one are wanting photos of Ibn Etzebeth. And apparently, Etzebeth <laughs> said to the younger brother, "You can go straight to hell." Well, not really like that. He, yeah, he, just, yeah. he just said no or whatever. And and <laughs> James' little brother started crying. <laughs> I wasn't. I was like, I wasn't faced. I was well, that's because like, you're not. James' brother was like 15. I yeah, hope you yeah. weren't crying. Yeah. No, I was just like, ah, oh, it's dude, okay. But I'm with him. Like, this idea that just because you watch me on TV, you can have a photo. Go to hell. You take photos of fans? Yeah, but if they ask me. Oh, but I asked. But no, also there's a different context. Me also, at the restaurant with- during the day, fine. He's also got an image to uphold, you know what I mean? He's, a spring, yeah. he's one of the greatest Springboks of all time. World Cup winner. Like, maybe please don't ruin my image, my public image. Even if, he, even if I imagine he wasn't like like downing beers but still it's like because you know all especially in social media times the the last thing he needs is he has a bad game two weeks later oh bruce because he was at the climb bro you know what i mean 
Do you know what I'm saying? Especially there are savages <laughs> no, out there. You. So shout out to um, Stephen Kitzel for breaking Ryan's heart. I love it. I love it. Oh, what can you do? Yeah, listen. What can you do? I'll tell you a funny story. I was um, so speaking of this club thing, and you told me a story. I was in Serbia, right? So in Serbia, it's it's very interesting. I told you Serbians are. Oh yeah, no, I've like. So I'll tell you something. I don't mix my Serbian friends with my other friends. Like with my, I keep my Serbian friends. Whenever I go there, I just hang out with them because I can't explain to you. There's a little people from the Balkans have extra spice. There's just nothing they can do about it, and I I love it, but it's not for everyone. Mm. But in Belgrade, um, I forget what this club is called. Very famous, world famous. And so, guys, it's that Ferrari vibe. You know what I mean? Ferrari. And I'll never forget this guy in his whatever red car it was. It might have been a Ferrari or not. I don't know what the car is. I don't know cars at all. And he just pointed at this girl. So, so, so the setup is like their stairs. And it's kind of like a, if you're in South Africa, a kind of a caprice vibe up there. But like a vibe and it's bumping. Sun was awesome. And he just pointed at this girl, like, come over here. And he, she just jumped in his car and went off and like, she, but, but that's the vibe of that club. Like, they didn't even meet. Serbia is a different place, bro. It's a different place. It's a different place. And if, you know, a friend of mine pointed out something interesting as well about that part of the world. So he lives in the Ukraine now, Marco. And we were talking about a situation about how, you know, in those, in that part of the world, guys don't go to the beach. So if you go to the beach in uh, the, and he said it's the same thing in the Ukraine. I've been to the Ukraine, but never the beach. But it's the same in Serbia. Uh, it's the same in, in all Baltic countries that I've been to actually. It's not a thing for dudes to go to the beach. So it's just ladies, just like teeming with ladies. Like. What the beach? It's just like model level. Why? It's not a thing that guys do there. It's just not in the culture. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like, okay, I watch the raggets or whatever. It's not their thing. They just don't do it. And, you know, it's so common for us. Oh, bro, bring a frisbee as well. Why are you at? Oh, I used to have the paddle battle. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I want to play with a paddle ball. Say, like, no, Jamie, just leave it. No, I just want to find it. You know what I mean? For us, it's like the beach is a day out. For them, no way. Niche, niche. We're doing other stuff. Uh, so the club, interesting, hey, Ryan? That is interesting. Could you ever see yourself going back to that world, though? I could. Would you want to? You just told me you were tired of it. Make up no, your no, mind. No, no, no. I never said I was tired of it. I just said I do want other places to go, like on a Friday night. Maybe I want to catch a rugby game, make the stadiums nice and safe. Would you go by yourself? No. I don't do anything by myself. Why on earth would I go by myself? Why not? I, go, like, I used to go to the cricket by myself. And I do. I, I love it, actually. I went to. Oh. I saw every Spider-Man by myself. I get too anxious. And I'll sit on my phone. Oh no, you're the person in the movies on your phone. No, 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 I don't do that in the movie. Hmm. See, I don't believe you now. No. I, I, when I'm there, I'm the one who told you. I like the movie experience. I have my popcorn, my sweets. If they have that Fanta icy thing. Yeah. Oh. Maybe champagne. <laughs> on occasion. <laughs> A little moe. Never hurt anybody while Tom Holland's swinging from building to building. After Jake Gyllenhaal just exposed him, you know what I mean? It's gonna happen. The guy's got drones from the previous one. <laughs> no, what can I say? There's too many drones. I, I none of those drones. Battery never went flat on one of them. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And Zendaya actually found the piece that led to Tom Holland finding what the issue was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zendaya, she's in the movie. Also weird. 
situation. Um, that she's like 26 playing a child as well. I don't know. Why, I don't know why they just don't get 18 year old actors. What's Dakota Fanning up to, by the way? I love that lady. I don't know. I think after Charlotte's Web, she pretty much fell off. <laughs> so what you're saying, as a child star, after she nailed that, nothing's ever been good again. No, can I tell you, there's certain, there's certain like child stars that can never out, outdo their childhood, um, gigs, should I say. Like who? Oh, Angus T. Jones. Who's he? Two and a half men played Jake. No, but he went nuts. He went like religious no, crazy religious. over the top. That, that, that's not, that, that's not him. No, not. but any role he reprises will never king that role. Think about it. Even if they did call him out of a time and he stopped that um, nonsense that he was going on about. Yeah, he's gone. He, he went crazy. Oh, no, that, he, that, went, he went like full on evangelical. That's what put me off um, going to church. <laughs> <laughs> I love Two and a Half Men. It was one of my favorite shows growing up. And the dude who landed with his ass in the butter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good actor as well. Highest paid childhood actor of all time. Dude, Dakota Fanning's only 27. Yeah. Oh my God, this lady. How much money has she got? 200 million? I don't know how much she has. Hopefully she's invested in, and doesn't live like Britney. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully she's not crazy like Britney Spears. It's like, have you seen Grinch? With Jim Carrey? Yeah. Yes. Do you know that little girl? No. The little the little girl who talks to talks to the uh, the Grinch or Taylor, her name's Taylor Momsen. Okay. She has a band now. Good for her. Taylor Momsen. Taylor Momsen. And she's so sick. But she looks so different. Let's have a look. I'm having a look at who Taylor Momsen is. In case doing a Google search there. Taylor Momsen, she played the little girl in the Grinch. Okay, I don't remember her, but and I think her band's called the Pretty Reckless. Oh, amazing! So she's a, she's a singer as well. Oh, and she brilliant. Oh, good for her, dude. Okay, well that was a good, cool movie. Jim Carrey's funny. No, Jim Carrey is one of the greatest actors of all time. You ever see? Oh, that's a bit strong. I mean, you you went you you poured it you poured no, it on a little strong there. No, poured it on a little strong because then you got to start bringing, you know, Daniel Day Lewis into it, Pacino into it, and I don't know who Daniel Day Lewis is what. Maybe if I see a picture. <laughs> Are you joking? Have you never seen There Will Be Blood? No. So Wait, do you not know what that is? I'm, I'm, I'm Google searching. Right, he's got the most Oscars for an individual. Uh, be, uh, he's got the most um, Oscars for uh, Best Actor. Three. So, you never, so you've never heard of My Left Foot? No. Lincoln? No. This is unbelievable to me. Like, this is unreal, and you call yourself the king of pop culture. Maybe Senzo was right. You, you're a bit of a phony. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. You don't know who Daniel Day-Lewis is, bro. Uh, Gangs of New York. You've never seen Gangs of New York? No. Oh, my God. I don't really recognize him either, to but be honest. This is, un- like, you've completely, you've, you've shaken me to the core. You, you've, you've pulled the rug out of me, like, from underneath. Of everything I've ever believed was good in mankind. Why? You don't know. Well, like, this makes no sense. How are you alive and you don't know who Daniel Day-Lewis is? How have you never seen There Will Be Blood? Ryan, scrap everything you've written down. It's the best movie of all time by a country mile, right? It's a bit of a marathon, so I know you don't have the attention span, but 
There will be blood. Is blood. Oh my God! Are you joking? It's my list. Ryan, 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 Ryan. Scratch everything else off. That's the only movie you need to watch. There will be blood. I'm, uh, bro. I am so stunned at what you've just said. Uh, I'm not even sure we can do the show anymore. Uh, I'm not sure I can look at you right now. Yeah, well, Jim Carrey is one of the greatest actors of all time. I no, can't no. believe you you just said Th- that. That's too strong. I mean, Paul Thomas Anderson, by the way. Boy. Name one movie he was bad in. But that doesn't mean he's the great. So, are you saying he's Daniel Day Lewis now? No, I don't know who Daniel Day Lewis is. I do know who Jim Carrey is. We've had this argument before. <laughs> Popular doesn't mean good. In in some circumstances, not all. Surely. So, you know what that's called? So, we can also do an English lesson here. You know what I mean? <laughs> you've, you've got something called a correlative disjunct there. Because you've made the jump from it's popular, it's good. Wait, what is that word? I need a new word for the day. What's it? Nefarious is what you're talking about. No, nefarious is yesterday's word of yes. the day. But what? What, what, the, the, what word? Correlative. Disjunct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A disjuncture is error. Error for, for a form. So correlative is to correlate. So to correlate. So essentially is to go again. It's popular. So it's good. It's the, it's what, it's what children do. Um, Sweets are nice, so they must be good. Oh, I see. Yeah, that, which is we know is not true, but but because you associate how you feel and how the truth is completely different. So I do correlative, and, and I like Jim Carrey, but you know, there's Marlon Brando. There's I don't know if you're saying actor including women as well. There's Judy Dench now. Like, oh yeah, we, we, you know Meryl Streep. I mean, you still haven't seen Sophie's Choice, which is weird. Um, you know what I mean? Ralph Fiennes. I know, Ma- I know Meryl Streep at least. Oh, it's because you've seen 101 Dalmatians. You probably know her from there. No, I saw her in, uh, what's that ABBA theme movie? <laughs> oh my God. Mamma Mia. One and two, by the way. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's in that as well. <laughs> yeah. Great actor as well. I, I don't know. Great, but Ro- okay. Robert Redford. Great. Great actor. One of my favorite actors. I saw him in Spy Game. So good. <laughs> it's more of a teen adventure comedy, that. It's brilliant. That's with your boy Frankie Muniz, isn't it? No, no, no. That's Agent Cody Banks. That's a different thing. <laughs> Who's in Spy Games again? No, Spy Games... The only one I can remember is, is um, Robert Redford. Oh, no, no, no. Spy Games is a serious one. Uh, Brad Pitt, yeah. I remember oh, Brad Pitt, this. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, it. I remember this movie. Sorry. I, I was confusing it with... Um, you know, that a, movie Cody Banks. is the reason why I carry what's well, in my car. I have a thing of cigarettes and a lighter. Remember good. I gave my, uh, my box of cigarettes to the security guard the other oh, day? All right, go ahead. Uh, tell us why. And uh, some people, it might be a spoiler. If you, if you want to watch the movie, stop listening now. Well, I mean, it did come out in like 1989 or 2001. Something. I mean, it's not that long ago. So, if you haven't seen it by now. My Left Foot, uh, 1990s <laughs> though. Um, Oscar. No big deal. Daniel Day-Lewis, who you've never heard of. It's no. ridiculous. All right, I'll I'll give that one a watch. But you won't, you won't. <laughs> How do you know I'm not going to give these a watch? I've told you what my father said to me: when somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And I watched all the movies. What movies did you watch? You've watched Guardians of the Galaxy, and I went oh, to watch Spider-Man. That's one and a half of the promise. 
Guardians of the Galaxy has two movies. We were talking about four months ago. You haven't been busy for four months. I mean, unbelievable. It's been a wild four months. It has, but it's no reason not to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Kurt Russell. Yes. You're not going to watch it. You don't know who Kurt Russell is even. You didn't know who he was. You didn't know who Kurt Russell was. What a life you're living. You enjoying your life, right? I am. Thank you for asking. Are your parents home yet? Uh, no. So, um, first of all, I just want to say congratulations to Ryan's parents. Not for having Ryan. That's debatable. We don't know yet. He might be a murderer. We, we, we don't really have the full book. You know what I mean? I don't want to congratulate you in advance. CIA, if you know what I'm saying. Because mm. you might end up a murderer. Yeah. Like, what if you murder in 15 years and I've gone, oh, you've got the best son ever. Kind of like you did with Jim Carrey over Daniel Day-Lewis and Meryl Streep. You know what I mean? Just because you like, because I like you, doesn't mean you can't be a murderer. But what I do want to congratulate, also, that applies to your sisters as well. I'm not going to congratulate your parents for having them because they might be murderers because we saw you guys are from the west devil's door it can happen out there you know what i'm saying it's a wild wild west out there what i do want to congratulate them on is that they've been married for 29 years shout out to the tin lines you know what i'm saying 29 years 29 years in a row crazy bit of a streak yeah next next is the big one i have to save up for that one by modern day standards what they are doing is the equivalent of when we went to the moon yeah. It's, it's the stuff of miracles. <laughs> 29 years. Yeah. That's insanity. Mm. Hmm. Shout out to both of them for finding one person interesting for that long. Love to. My parents uh, are interesting people. Although they, well, everybody says that. Uh, everybody says, thinks they're interesting. We're not really. People are pretty limited. <laughs> like after a while. I'd love to interview them because obviously life's not perfect, right? Like after year 16, are you not thinking, hmm, I've seen everything about this person. I mean, I'm out of here. Like, oh, it's got the same jokes. Or she's got, you know, she's, she does, she she cooks the cabbage the same 16 years later yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Also, a little bit sexist to presume your mom cooks at home. I don't know what's the setup there. Does your dad cook? Uh, they both cook. Actually. Okay, so that was sexist. That was bigotry, and I won't have that on this <laughs> show. I'm I'm not a bigot. Although you know who would say I'm not a bigot? Someone who's a bigot. <laughs> it's the MKT show. A lot of people say this is a sports show we've only really spoken about one sports topic you know what i mean yeah but what must i do ignore the rest of life like i i, I like life as well you know what i mean yeah you see this is where you said it yesterday uh i think you were speaking to somebody in the office you were telling them about your show and you said it's very we need to make it clear it's sports entertainment so sports and the entertainment surrounding sports and life and life you know i can't ignore that in every other universe tom holland's not with zendaya in every other multiverse so possibility lucky. there's no so way lucky. a short guy with red hair and is pretty pasty is getting with zendaya and it's not because i'm jealous i just you know you got to repeat you can't say a good thing enough times and i think i'm right and i think most people know I'm right. You know what I mean? 
Mm. And also, I want to be very clear. I don't find Zendaya attractive. Like that's not my style. Uh, she, I like more athletic. You know what I mean? I like like snowboarders and skiers, and you got to have a little muscle on you. Uh, I don't like uh, Zendaya is very statuesque. I don't find that attractive, but I can objectively say she is good looking. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like it's just because it's not for me. I'm not a baby. No. It's like that lady is probably, if God is real, that's how he drew a lady. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I always say if I see a if I see a lady like that, um, what's it? God spends six days on her. That's it. That's true. Seventh on everyone else. That's why when, when he took a rest, I like that. <laughs> that's very funny. Shout out to Zendaya being that good looking. I wonder what people that look that good feel like when they see themselves in the mirror. I've always yeah. wondered what it's like to be good looking. How does it feel that God took his time with you? That's what I'm saying. Mm. D- d- but do you, because what's weird is good looking people are still insecure. That's yeah. weird to no, me. That is weird. Because it's like, hey, we'll do anything for you people. But why? I think good looking people have it easy. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Like, like you either have it or you don't. And it's not that I'm moaning about it. Like it doesn't phase me. But Sounds like it does a bit. No, it just... Life would be easier if I looked a little bit better. You know what I mean? Me too. Me, yeah, yeah. I know. Hey, I know what you mean. We we in the same mediocre boat. Mm. I hear you. I'd like a. I'd like to get out of this mediocre boat somehow. What do I have to do? Surgery. But there's only there's only so much saving it. You know what I mean? And also, I'm t- I'm too old now. Like people know what I look like. Yeah. Especially I'm, I'm a I'm a level Z. Public face. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm not Zendaya. The only thing you can do is really change your drip, which you have been. <laughs> what do you mean? I I still wear tracksuit pants, sneakers, and a, and a hoodie to work. That's uh, I have not changed how I look. But you've got more hoodies, though. No, this is not. This is old. I've had this for six years. I'm not even kidding. Like, I, well, you've been you've been wearing different hoodies lately. I've got a, a few new ones. I've got two new ones in the last five. Because normally you wear like grey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now you're wearing like now you got this peachy like pink <laughs> sort of is, salmon. This is literally six years old, I think five or six years old. So it was red. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I also just faded. Bu- I also buy quality clothing, you know. Oh, I, I, I buy once. <laughs> what do you reckon? Like, ah, oh, jeez, I bleached it. Uh, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. So I, I wash my own clothes as well because people don't care about your stuff. No. No, like, they, no so they don't. I don't have a lot of things in life, but I, I try and save for the best, and then I like to buy once. And as the great Ryan Jameson line once said, Dear Quip is good Quip. So he th- Ryan thought deer was deer, the animal. And he lives in the West Rand, by the way. How no, do I you didn't think it was deer. You did. No, animals in Afrikaans is deer. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was animal, hey? I thought it was animals. Yeah. But I didn't say deer. I said deer. Yo, a- and it's a super famous saying. Trap of fun for gelijking. One animal, many animals. One deer, animal. Deer, animals. But I said, I said deer koop, not deer koop. Yeah, but if you say deer, it means animal. I think. But I'm not an Afrikaans expert, so. Oh, well, shocker. <laughs> <laughs> You're not I do deer. live in the West Rand, but I did go to school in the North. You're kidding so. me. Not an Afrikaans expert. The guy who doesn't know probably the most famous saying in Afrikaans. Unbelievable. This guy. Uh, Unreal. Mm. Yeah. So, no, it wasn't um, red. All right. Maybe we should talk about some sport. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I've got some. 
got some good stuff for you today. Uh, let's see if I should do a jingle. Sting, you know Sting? Yeah. I'm shocked because you don't know Daniel Day-Lewis. Um, social media. This is social media. There's stuff on the internet that you can read. Oh, you don't know the song, eh? No. I think internet was invented when Sting was around. So you, so you don't know that Sting was something part of something called the police? The police, yeah. I do know. Sting is actually a boss. He's a, well, to his band members, he's a proper idiot. But so you don't know the song "I'm an alien, I'm a legal alien." I'm an Englishman in New York. No. Whoa, I'm an alien. You don't know? Not that one. So you, you're just about the new drip. That old stuff. That ain't, the, that no, ain't no, no. for the culture, fam. No, I like it. I did. When I was studying science engineering, we had a law course that we did throughout the three-year diploma. Mm-hmm. And he was one of our main uh, case studies because mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you know that song. Boom, 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 boom. Um, it's the... Uh, it was an original by the police. Um, what's, the, what's the song called? I, f- I forget the name. Because <laughs> then it, it it was sampled into a popular rap song years later. Sure. What is it called? What's the song called? It's, it's not Stand By Me. <laughs> um, no, I forget the name. I'm going to let you Google that. Mm-hmm. But No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually looking up uh, something else. Go ahead. Do you know the name of that song? Oh, uh, what's the song called? Uh, Every Breath I Take. <laughs> But I forget the original name that the police no, no. called Breath it. Breath I Take, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it that? And then so, what, who was the artist, Ryan? Since you missed the music. It was Diddy. Puff Daddy at the time. Yeah, Puff Daddy. So, interesting thing about this, right? One of our um, case studies for law mm-hmm. was... So, as so if, if you listen to the Beatles, right? Everything that... Um, John Lennon and uh, uh, Paul McCartney did. Mm -hmm. They put their names together as credits. Sure. So Andy Summers was the guitarist for the police, and he came up with that guitar riff for um, Every Breath I Take. So when Puff Daddy wanted to use it, he went up to Sting, and he said, hey, do you think I can use, um, can I use that that sample in in my song? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he was listed because, you see, the problem was Andy Summers didn't care that his name wasn't credited. But the actual royalties license was put in Sting's name, not mm-hmm. under the police. Mm. It was actually under Sting. So Sting made all the royalties from Puff Daddy's song on top of the police's song. And Andy Summers didn't see a cent of it. So their song did well, but obviously Puff Daddy's version was... Massive in the 90s. Why is that Sting's fault and not Andy Summers' fault? No, it's Andy Summers' fault, but I'm saying Sting is a boss because he did that. And they say, I think there's something stupid. Something alongside 60 to 70% of his entire life revenue came from that song. Amazing. Yeah, and that, Sting didn't even play the riff. That is a bit of a blind one by him. To the band members, yeah. he's a solid knob. And he is. I mean, that is a knob move, but... <laughs> but he made 60% of his worth off a riff he didn't even Hundreds write. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Probably still making money to this day. Oh, to this day. Yeah, oh, insane. Hey, listen, the police they were big time. No, well. they were. How would you know? My dad listens to him. 
I think I knew about Sting. My dad used to love Sting. So how come you didn't know? Maybe I'm a bad singer. I got to also accept. Mm, that's true. But you don't know Alien in New York, so. Or no, or, I don't know Alien in New York. Um, I will say that. Uh, no, it's um, legal. I don't know what the name of the song is, but uh, I'm an Englishman in New York. We'll put that. We'll put that on the playlist. So you don't know it. No, I, I don't like. Uh, the police or sting but I mean message in a bottle all timer hey surely you know that song message in a bar someone send an SOS I thought you I thought your dad listened to the police yeah he did he listens to them <laughs> okay alright what you got on social media huh? okay let's okay. let's get into it let's shall we go to our favorite subject Novak Djokovic. Our favorite Serbian of all time. Is he back again? Back making headlines. Mm-hmm. So, he is preparing himself to sue the Australian government for $6 million. Did he say that? Yes. So, that's quoted, huh? Here is said article. On the Australian News Network. To sue the government for $6 million. Yeah, because he's also factoring in his um, prize money that he would have won. (laughs) 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 You laugh. It's in the article. That's what it says. He's factoring in the prize money that... So not only was it for messing him around, you know, but it's also uh, on the grounds of ill treatments. So hard. You know, coming to Australia, being sent to a hotel room. Oh, detention center is what it is how it was. No, I think it got there. But it's not a detention center. It's like because you know what makes it ugly is it's where they put refugees. Like it's uh, from what I understand, it's uh, it's where they take refugees as well. So they called it detention center, right? Australia. Yeah. So interesting. So he, how does Novak face other tennis players now? Because well, this is the thing, because now they're saying his doors are going to start shutting. I mean, the French Open has already said, look, we're doing vaccination standard, and now Wimbledon is also coming out. So, as you said, the association did the similar thing. Yeah, they'll come together. Of course, they have to stick together. But now, it gets even more interesting. Are you ready for this? Oh, is there more? Oh, there's more. But wait, there's more. There's more. Yeah. Breaking. Novak Djokovic has purchased 80% of Danish biotech firm Quant Biores. He is aiming to develop a medical treatment against COVID-19 as per the company's CEO. So now he owns 80% stake in a company developing COVID-19 treatment. But we've already got that. Or, or That's it, what I'm saying. This is ridiculous. So is he saying he wants to cure it though? Yes. You can't cure viruses. It's not how it works. So, Get a vaccination. If you're going to buy 80% of a company, there's about four companies that have done the job. But you can't cure viruses. So this is the problem. Is Earlier, remember I told you I don't speak to people who don't have a degree in science? Yeah. And unless, unless read that again, right? Read, read the company thing again, unless I'm, I'm reacting. Cause he is aiming to develop a medical treatment against COVID-19. Against quote, COVID-19. Yeah, quote, mm-hmm. quote unquote. A medical treatment against COVID-19. As per the company's CEO. See, the thing is, so some people may not realize, but so if you're from the Eastern Bloc, generally, not always, you're Catholic, like soup, and they are like black people invested in Jesus, right? 
I mean, I think there's a cross on the Serbian flag. Super religious. There's reasons for that, by the way. Listen, you can go and look at the history. I don't really want to go into that whole thing. Mm. The, the, the Romanov Empire forevermore reshaped that part of the world and was probably some of the most religious people of all time. And then some guy with some googly eyes came and brought the Romanov Empire down, Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Rasputin. Eh? Yeah, he's a How crazy of, is this whole story? About Rasputin or? No, sorry. About Djokovic. Because you would think he's an anti-vaxxer. But then he goes and buys a company with 80% stake to develop something that's already been... Well, my point about the religious thing was... By the way, Rara Rasputin, very famous song. No? No. You don't know anything. Anything before 2020, Ryan doesn't know. Um, religious people are saying... So, so some religions, because there's um, sort of... Uh, sort of uh, genetic matter... And some of it from uh, pigs' genetics. So a lot of Arabic people have had a problem with this. Uh, and a lot of people, have, uh, particularly religious people, have had a problem with the vaccine for that reason. So I don't know if that was not no vaccine reason. But um, incredible. Just incredible. He's, he's an incredible man. And Will he win? That's, that's what I want to know. The $6 million? Yeah. Who's his lawyer? I don't know. I'm assuming some very high-end. I mean, that's, money's no option. You know what I might do if I'm Australia? And if they're going to go with their current line, is what you want to do is make a strong statement, right? Is Australia can't go soft now. Yeah, yeah. I'd throw 100 million at the case. I get five or six around the world from, like, I mean, proper guys. And then you force Novak into a whole other situation now. Like, you make it his problem. You, you, you rack up the, like, 100 mil bill. Let's have at it. Now you, not only are you going to lose, you better pay our medical bills. And you're also setting the standard for future COVID-19 is, cases. Yeah, they're yeah. going to have to make a strong case. Like they, they, will not, they, they will not and cannot back down from this. Mm. So if I'm Australia, I set aside, okay, let's say 50 mil because also taxpayers don't like it when you spend their money for you know, political battles. But that's what this is, is Australia have to make a strong statement. So no, he doesn't, no a, a, a man doesn't beat Australia. And also, I'll tell you what might happen. There'll come a stage when the Serbian government gets involved and say, all right, you've made your point. Because they don't need the trouble of Australia now going, mm, are you not going to talk to your boy? I don't know what's going on with Australia. Because now, and you know I'm not a fan of Joe Biden. Now Joe Biden's got involved. Told all Americans, yeah. don't go to Australia. Because now they've gone to level four. And he calls it a level four level of... Um, I don't know. Something to do with, with, with the safety of the people. Mm -hmm. He says it's not safe there for Americans. Huh? So what what is going on? Well, I guess he is, is it because of the natural disaster of that uh, volcano exploding the other day? Or is it I don't a, know. a I political situation? No, maybe he's thinking because Australia have um, tried to hide from the world, there may be, it may have mutated so badly is we don't need more mutations coming back home. I'd have to read the whole message. I don't know mm -hmm. what Biden's up to. So he might just be going, and fair enough, listen – I think you must protect your own people. Like, I yeah, know, but who's Biden? The American president. Yeah. And, and listen, like him or not, the president's first role is to protect his people. And if the, 
again, a guy like that's not just talking. Fauci, there's six or seven people who are actually scientists talking to him. You know what I mean? He's not just being being Joe. Oh man, what's that? There was a there was an interview that happened. Um, Charlemagne the God, as uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. If you don't know who that is, um, I'm sure you'll know if you're an international listener. He's a very controversial uh, interviewer on the Breakfast Club mm-hmm. um, in Los Angeles, I think. Mm-hmm. Brilliant at what he does. Eminem always has beef with him. Whereas he just he he doesn't think. He just speaks, and he somehow I think he's got his own show now, and he was interviewing. Uh, Ka- uh, how do you say her name? Camilla Harris? Kamala Harris, yeah. Kamala Harris. (laughs) And he said, it's Kamala Harris. He said, who's the president? (laughs) And then she said, sorry, I I can't hear you. And he's like, ah, look at these guys. Pretending like they can't hear me. Pretending like they can't (laughs) hear me. And she's like, Charlemagne, come on. And he's like, answer the question. Who's the president? Joe Biden is the president. He's like, "Who's, who's the other Joe I think you said his name. I don't know. There was somebody else, but somebody who's been speaking on his behalf was something. Anthony Fauci. No, no, no. His name's also Joe something. I forget the name. But Charlemagne is inferring that like Biden is incompetent to make decisions. Yeah, just the face. Yeah, that this guy's like making all the decisions. Mm. Kamala Harris is getting so upset. And it was just hysterical to watch. Because she's already not well liked. Her voice is super annoying. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of of that whole administration. It's just terrible. <laughs> oh, the the American administration. I think they're doing fine. Right? The current administration. Oh, you're uh, terrible. Should we be in Trump back? Donald, <laughs> fake news. Is that yeah. what you're saying, right? Because you know, in the world, you can't have a balanced position. No, no, I have no balanced position. Everyone knows my position. I think Joe Biden's a terrible president. I don't know. It's tough to throw stones from our glass house. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well. Maybe we shouldn't comment about America. Let's get our stuff right. That's what people oh. But you're entitled to an opinion. Joe, Joe yeah. Biden, no good. Ryan says, Joe Biden, get him out. Get him the hell out. <laughs> like who, the who, edge. Who do we put in? <laughs> huh? who, who've America, like people love American politics, huh? Yeah, yeah, I followed it. I followed it so hectic. Which is so weird to me. Like, why don't love you? Love it. Mm. Oh, you like the show? The f- yeah, well, the thing is, the American administration does control a lot of the world. So, like it or not, mm. it, is, it is important to society who is controlling one of the most powerful, con- like, you know. Countries, yeah. Countries. On Earth. On Earth. Oh, fair enough. Who has that big red button on their desk, you know? It's important. Yeah. It's weird. I wish people would direct that kind of energy to their local situation. Imagine the world we'd live in there. There's nothing we can do here. Well, that's because you're watching America the whole time. You should be doing no, no, stuff no. where you are. I know exactly what's going on here, but there's nothing we can do until 2024. Oh, you mean the votes? Although people pour a lot of energy into America that they could just pour into their local community. I mean, also our local elections, we pour a lot of in, uh, effort into. Although, and, if you, and it shows. No, I'm saying the time investment. Oh. Just remember, there's a time investment that people make. Like, oh, America, what are they doing? Like, oh, imagine you put that into your family. Oh. Yeah, but America changed up, eh? That's the difference. Yeah. No, Fauci is like, no. Um, uh, also, Fauci threw a terrible, terrible first pitch at the baseball. Like, but nerd, hey? Like, he, like, I don't, also, I don't mind. Like, Fauci. What did you think of, uh, George W. Bush? What do you mean? His first pitch. I actually saw it on TikTok. Fauci's was much worse. Uh, I saw and George also, W. Bush. George W. Bush, 
How to wear a bulletproof vest while doing it. I don't know that. Well, he's the president. Of no, no, I know. Well, it made, it made sense, but I don't know. I don't know that. Fool me once. Shame on me. Oh, shame on you. <laughs> Fool me twice. No, well, well, that, no, 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 that, that, that just ain't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. His dad owned the Texas uh, Rangers. Sure. They owned the baseball team. Big money. It's great. Yeah, big money. The, the Bush administration. I don't know. Politics. Uh, they're all bums. I think politicians are all bums. They're like people like Joe Biden's worse than Trump. Absolutely not. They're all douchebags. Like we've seen that now. Is is my take. Like there's no good politicians. There's not not one politician's in it for you. And they're allowed your opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just get like I've always said, reduce the amount of politicians. Ninety nine percent of the stuff they do can be done by a machine. Because all they do is admin. Admin is like machines are way better at admin than people. You know what the problem with people is? They get sick and pregnant and tired. Machines don't get tired. Don't make mistakes either. The system never, never offline once you've got it right. Never offline. But people, oh, sorry I'm late. They say, oh, terrible for admin. You know what I mean, right? Yeah. Just get machines to do it. And uh, as, as a great, the biggest nerd I know, her thing is, and she, cause she, she's already living in like her house is, she turns her fridge temperature down on her cell phone, like at work, right? So she's living in the future in South Africa, by the way. Yeah, tech, no, but that's casual. Tech nerd of the year. Starts her car on her cell phone. I like, I, I don't live that life. No, she's living a different life. You should. Biggest nerd of all time, right? That's awesome. She says, <laughs> and she, the way she says it, she's one of the funniest people I know. Um, <laughs> she got 101% for maths and, it's cool. How, how hilarious is that? How do you get 101%? For showing up early. No, for being boss levels. Some people go, jeez, oh, I, I got 80 for geography. <laughs> anyway, um, she says, machines don't. Uh, she goes, machines don't make mistakes. People make mistakes. And it's her favorite thing. You know, people go, something wrong with the computer. No, you don't know how to use it, she'll say. <laughs> She's hilarious. Machines don't make mistakes. People make mistakes. She does. She's not a big fan of like going to the shops. She's a little, it's, we, we always like so I'll send her a whinge after I go to the shops. You know mm. what I mean? Because mm. you know, I think you saw it in action the other day. Well, I don't want to talk to the lady ringing stuff up. You know what I mean? Yes. And then they want to chat. I'm just like, here's stuff. Ring it up. I want to just pay and leave. You know, in Australia, they have South. Uh, it's not just Australia. So, folks, oh, well, you'll hear Ryan often say Australia, like it's the best place on earth. Yes. Um, not just in Australia. Right. And, and, and self checkout. A friend of mine, Switzerland. Guess how? Doesn't have a fridge in his house, right? Guess how he gets his food delivered? How? Drone, smart fridge. He orders it on the way home. So those are real things that are happening right now. Have you seen that new Amazon Go uh, store? Mm-mm. That's come out in America. Delivery with drones. No, no, no. You can walk in, just walk out with whatever you want. Oh, no, yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. automatically rings up onto yes, your account. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I've, I've that seen, is that is incredible. Them. But the, it must uh, feel like you're stealing. No, but it it already exists in China, by the way. They're, they're, like Chinese had, yeah, uh, yeah, had that yeah. like ten years ago, probably. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, it's just that's what's up. That's incredible. Just walk into a shop. I want this. Boom, walk out. No one. Well, asks what happens questions. if it's declined? I'd love to know. You know what I mean? They probably won't allow you in. All right. 
Anthony Fauci, big time nerd, that guy. Genius. Novak Djokovic, an incredible human figure. Good luck to Novak. Serbian as well. Yeah. Shout out to my Serbian mates. There is one Serbian who listens to this. She gave me some feedback the other day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, my name is MKT. That's Ryan Tinler. And this has been the MKT show. For now, we are the hell out of here. Thank you.